Salt we just spent like five you. minutes trying to figure out an intro. Hey guys, hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. Y'all gotta <laughs> fucking change this shit up for no fucking raisins. Yeah, we'll just be condiments on a table and just say your favorite condiment. Bro, name four condiments <laughs> that you put on a table every night, right now. Uh, mustard, ketchup, relish, ketchup, mustard. hot sauce. Like relish is right not there. a yeah. standard fucking condiment on a table. Doesn't did we say condiment. standard? No, no, no. He he, no, he said he's on on a table every night. Well, mine's sriracha, ranch. Mm. There you go. Um, mustard. And I'm ketchup. just gonna say the other four condiments to my table. How's that sound? You do what you want, baby. You do what you want. Start off. Give Let's. it to us. Hello, everybody. Welcome to D and D 404. I am your DM, Tony, and joined with me today are the other three condiments on my dinner table. Guys, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves, starting with the flavorful Jared. Yo, this flavor is definitely ketchup, and this flavor <laughs> is a warlock. Armos checking in. And I'm Dan, uh, definitely relish boy over here, and I'm a minotaur ranger, a tiny little minotaur ranger. And I'm Alec, I play Drell of the Ashborn, and I would definitely be the ranch. And I'm not talking like that Hidden Valley shit either. I'm talking like that buttermilk. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, the good, good. Yeah. I mean, I'm not dissing buttermilk, but like Hidden Hidden Valley's kind of slabs, dude. Staple. I mean, Hidden Valley's not bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying buttermilk ranch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Agreed. The, you know what ranch is like some of the best is uh, Jack in the Boxes ranch. Yeah. Like those little those little buttermilk ranch things. Never had Jack in the Box live on the East Coast. What? Ugh, had a, Jack they don't have box. Jack in the Box on the East Coast. Bro, we don't have a lot no. of things. <laughs> Bro. You know what? Okay, I will say this. My favorite, we got super off topic with this, but my favorite <laughs> fast food place has to be that no one else has is Del Taco. Oh, yeah. It is Del the Taco's best, here. bro. We have it. You guys Dang. have Del Taco? Yeah. We do Del Taco is fucking great, <laughs> dude. It's the only place you get a taco or a burger and a chimichanga in the same place. <laughs> Well, how about that uh, rundown, Tony? Yeah, you know you know the deal. Before we give you the recap, we got to give you the rundown. And my rundown today is going to be the same as it has been the last few episodes. Call to action. I want you to rate the show. I want you to like the show. I want you to tell your mom about the show. I want you to tell your teachers about the show. I want you to tell the angry guy you honked your horn at at a red light while listening to our podcast, but you got mad at him and had to rewind to five seconds because you cut you off on a merge lane. Tell him to listen to the podcast. And if that guy is listening, fuck you. Don't cut people off on the on a merge lane, bro. That's just rude. It's, it works like a zipper. Moving forward from my road rage I had earlier today, Jared, do you have any uh thing to run down? Uh <laughs> respectfully. Down. Respectfully. <laughs> respectfully. Give us a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> if someone give us a shout out. We need it. We need it. <laughs> We're back in here. <laughs> yeah, unlike that guy in the fucking Hyundai Elantra. Fuck you, dude. Um, Sorry. I got all right, you go decompress. Uh, I'm just gonna yeah. shout out our Twitch. Uh, <laughs> go follow <laughs> us on Twitch while Tony decompresses. Uh, hopefully, one shot's coming soon. Where maybe Jared might DM. Yeah, I I want it. Give me, give me a time to shine. Find I'm out a bloom. soon. Oh, you, you about to bloom with that new spell of yours. Let me tell you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the spell, Jared? I can't tell it's you. It's a secret. Secret. I'm just going to play Warlock and Eldritch Blast so everything. Oh, there's going to be like a lot of fuckery. Well, a lot of lasers being blasted. Okay, for sure. Alec, Good old Alec you bolts. should send this off into the uh, recap. 
Uh, yeah, our Twitter, dude. Uh, make sure you guys follow it. Okay, it's the fucking best. Um, you know, and if everyone who listened to this podcast listened to it, you know, we'd we'd be up there in the follows, all right? So. We just want to interact with you guys. And best way we can is for you guys to reach out to us and we can fulfill whatever kind of thing you think we're missing out. We're playing games in Discord soon. Come join us. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, my vote is Among Us. Honestly, if you're listening to this right now, we want to hear from you. Yeah, tweet us at dndpod404 what games we should play in the Discord, all right? Let's go with that. And let's move on to the recap. In our last sessions, our heroes returned back to the Thieves' Forge with a prisoner of war, taking back one of the Dark Alleyway gang members, uh, throwing him in the broom closet in the Thieves' Forge, and then going on their merry way. The heroes begin to gear up for a nighttime heist. But not before they meet a mighty monster hunter named Goro the Mighty, who brings in a slain ogre who has been stitched up and smells something Foul, perhaps you're stuffed fake, with fake, mystery. Minus then scouts out the Red Guard Guild House in broad daylight, passing off as Thumbus Will Frey's uh, assistant, getting a lay of the land, giving him advantage on future sneaks in the Red Guard Guild House. Later that night, the boys Ocean Eleven the shit and break in to the Red Guard Guild House, where they sneak into the basement, find a weird cave with a bag of holding filled with blood shards and a what seems to be a blood shard that sticks out from the rest in the middle of the rune of protection and Drell grabs it, walks out of the rune and then immediately gets attacked by two shadowy creatures stabbing him in the chest and paralyzing him not only with fear but an effect of the attack and then we start this session with almost getting ambushed. Bard, play that intro and let's get on with the show Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. Fellas, starting this session out, Drell was ambushed and is currently paralyzed from the attack. Uh, guys. <laughs> Drell walked up these stone steps, picked up a bag that was in a rune of protection, opened the bag and there was a large amount of blood shards when he opened that bag it looks like he was looking into like a tiny room filled with shards given the sense that the bag itself is magical once the rune of protection was disabled these two shadowy monstrosities fade from darkness and attack drell and armos who were both on the steps approaching the blood shards drell took some damage and is now paralyzed from two claw attacks made by the shadow creature and almost was about to get ambushed by the other one. Let me give you more of a description on these shadowy uh, creatures. These shadowy creatures are hunched over at about seven feet tall. Their fingers are very long and sharp. Their nails are just as long as their fingers. They have two separate tongues that spindle between each other flailing out the tongues itself are about two to three feet long just hanging out of this ghoulish face they're bald they have very pointy ears you're not wearing any clothes except a convenient cloth in their in their no-no space and they are emanating a shadowy substance from their body a shadowy aura they also smell terribly foul we rolled initiative last session in our after show 
The initiatives were Drell got a dirty 20. Hell yeah. Minus on 17. Armos on 15. And then these shadowy beings got 13 along with Hugh and Baldi. Hugh and Baldi were kind of near the entrance of this cave room. And they are completely shocked. Hugh looks terrified. Visibly frightened. And he is shaking. Baldi seems a little more experienced and has his composure somewhat in check. But... He looks scared by his facial expression. Minus is currently hidden in the doorway when this all went down. The room that you're in is a medium cave-like room with a circle steps of made of stone leading up to a platform where this rune was on. We are now going to start the session off with the ambush attack on Armos and then going right into initiatives. Armos, this shadowy being is going to make two attacks on you he's going to bite and then slash you with his claw the bite misses as this sharp ethereal like a misty groan uh as it goes past your face the claws then swipe up to try to nag you through the chest Ooh, getting a 23 hit. owie yeah he's gonna do 10 points of damage as these shadowy claws swipe up against your leather armor and then break through tearing at your new armor that you just bought. Please make me a constitution saving throw of a DC 12. I got a seven. When that attack hits you and breaks the skin, you are now paralyzed. You cannot no. move. You can kind of talk and mumble words and look around with your eyes, but you are paralyzed in place. You are still standing though. We are now gonna go into initiative 20. Um. Drill, blink five times if you're in trouble. <laughs> six. Minus does not blink at all. Um, so would I be able to second wind or no? Go ahead and describe your second wind to me. I feel like I'm kind of just like trying to take like a, like I can't move, right? So I guess it's kind of like me like taking a deep breath and like trying to like just break through the, like being paralyzed, but like it realistically like isn't doing it. Do me a favor, roll me another constitution saving throw of a DC 12. Okay. As a 21. You break from the paralyzation. Yeah, so I guess what I'll do instead is I'll, like, use the... Kind of like I said, I'll, like, took, like, a huge deep breath and tried to, like, just break through. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess I'll say, like, my second win was kind of me breaking through that. Fuck. <laughs> uh, okay, that... Oh, my. I got fucked on the HP on that one. I only got five hit points back. Okay. Okay, and then I'm going to turn around... That was kind of fucking mean, and I'm just gonna swing my fucking sword at the um, at the beast like that's directly in front of me. That's a fucking nat twenty, dude. Let's fucking go. Good thing you rolled okay. out all those Huge. ones before this. Yeah, see, dude, I I rolled all the ones out. Okay. Oh, there we go. That's twenty four damage, Ooh. and then I'm gonna action surge, and that is a eighteen to hit. That hits. Cool. And then that is an additional 11 damage. Ooh, interesting, interesting. Really fucked up now. And slice the dude just straight across the chest and then just kind of just came right back at him and sliced him across the chest the other way. I want to use a maneuver, trip attack. Uh, when you hit with this weapon, you can expend one superiority die to add to the total damage. And it says, it must make a strength saving throw of a DC 15 on failure. You knock the target prone. Okay, so I did uh, an additional three damage, a DC of 15. Ooh, that is a nat one. This thing gets tripped up. 
you go ahead you make these x slashes on him and you come around and you sweep the leg with your sword when you attack him you notice that there's no blood coming out as the sword rips through the flesh it is just more this shadowy essence that bursts out from your sword crosses while on initiative 20 i need everyone to make me a constitution saving throw with dc 12 as the foul stench is horrific and smells like the dead ogre that you saw in the last session it is this horrible deadly foul smell filling Something the room. smells like chicken i got 16. oh i got 11. that's another fucking nat 20. i was i was destined to survive this fight <laughs> baldy and hugh crit failed they are trying to plug their noses and do everything they can so they don't have to bear witness it is unbearable to them everyone who failed is now poisoned a poison creature has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. So yeah, moving down to initiative 17 minutes. Go ahead and re-roll me a constitution saving throw with DC 12. Yeah, I missed again. Barely. All right, you're still Barely poisoned. missing it. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we got to get out of here. Uh, we just got to go. Get Armos and let's get out of here. And I, uh, I'll i be like, Sid, they need our, <laughs> they need our help, Sid. And I, I rub Sid's head. <laughs> we'll get out of the shit. And then I cast uh, Fairy Fire, um, and they have to make, these two have to make a DC 13. The one that is not prone is now illuminated, this bright luminescent green while he's on the floor. He's affected by Fairy Fire. The one that is standing behind Armos is perfectly healthy and was unaffected as he passed his saving throw. So, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back the way we came Okay. check to see if anyone's outside or if they heard us and then try to launch a sling bullet at the one that's uh up okay go ahead and make me a perception check as you're actively listening to okay. see if somebody is heard you that is a nine i believe you don't hear anything as the commotion from the battle taking place in the cave room is just too loud now i would just like to try to launch a sling bullet at the one near almost I got an 18 and an at 20, so the 18 will do, I think. That'll hit, pig. That'll hit, pig. That'll do, pig. I'm a bull. <laughs> cow. Not a cow. I'm a bull, bro. Stag. Stag. <laughs> You're like a doe. Yeah. Calf. Calf. I'm not a baby, <laughs> even though I look like it. <laughs> Roll for damage. So that's uh, six points of damage with uh, my sling, and then my swarm is going to do two points of force damage. Nice. Go ahead and describe that for me. Um, I'm just gonna say like one of the, what, what, I'm like getting my sling ready and like swinging it around. One of the little ones was like crawling on through the rock out of my sling and got in and like launched itself to attack <laughs> as my bullet. Eight points of damage, nice. This sling comes hurling from the entrance of the cave from the mist that shrouds the entrance and it just binks him in the head. It goes as his two tongues go flap in the wind. And then I'll, I'll attack again because I'm fifth level ranger now. Ooh, extra attack, baby. And that's going to be a 15 to hit. With this shot, you just barely grazed his shoulder. And it just like kind of, it kind of just like goes through his shadowy aura on his shoulder as you just barely get that bullet onto him. And that's 
Nine points of damage with the second attack. Wow. The one that almost missed. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, I actually hit in like a vital spot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's my bump shoulder. No. Yelling at these guys to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we are going to move to Armos's initiative. Armos, you are currently paralyzed. So go ahead and make me a constitution saving throw of a DC 12. 18. Ooh, you are, na you are, <clears throat> you are no longer paralyzed, my friend. Go ahead and take your initiative. Oh man, I have so many choices now. This is awesome. <laughs> Drell looks at Drell looks at Armos and he just nods. I'm gonna uh misty step over here. That's the wrong way, Armos! <laughs> oh, you wanna oh you wanna leave? Is what you're trying to do? Yeah, I got <laughs> Oh, you trying to get out? Try to get out. I mean Drell's pissed, bro. I don't know if Drell's gonna be going anywhere. I'd like to remind you guys that you have two halflings with you. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. We got this. All right, so I'm gonna Eldritch Blast. Both of them because I'm level five. What? That's right. Interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Eldritch Blast now hits two targets. Oh, okay, cross the streams. Go ahead, so bud. There's 16 to hit one. And then damage is 11. All right, so you shoot a blast the one that's not prone. So then the other guy, I'm gonna roll four. That's a 25 to hit. That hits. God damn. <laughs> and then uh, that is nine damage. So, and they both get knocked the fuck back. Okay. You go ahead and you hold out your hands. You give them the double figure guns, Eldritch Blast, and you shoot these two shadowy figures away. The one that's not prone, the one that was in front of Drell, is looking very beat up. The shadow is like trying to mend and reconstruct his body, but it's having a very hard time holding everything together. He gets slid back 10 feet up the stairs and off the pedestal um, while, he, while he's on the floor, and he's still not prone, and you hear like these terrible uh sounding groans these are very like bassy they kind of sound like ghosts there's like every time this thing yells it echoes immediately the other one that's healthier the one that was in front of you gets knocked back 10 feet manages to keep stay on his two feet but he has like a huge hole in his side where you shot him with the elgin blast those guys do you think they'll kill him or should i finish that dude off on should I just finish him off with the good old Reginald? Oh, Reginald. I'm ready to go. He tines his bandana from the back. He goes, I'm ready. In his head. Send me in. Send me oh, in. Oh, yeah, you could. All right. I, I, I give him a little little, little butt scratch, and I'm like, get in there, bud. And then uh, he goes, use Hell's Rebuke on... Uh, Reginald goes, all right, I'm ready. As you scratch his butt, it twitches as he leaps off your shoulder onto this shadowy creature. And he goes, and a huge fireball takes the place where Reginald was as he appears back on your shoulder. He needs to make a DC saving throw of what, Armos? So it's six plus eight. That is 14. He passes. As Reginald goes to explode, he like rolls out of the way. The way he rolls is like a bunch of shadow like rolling on the floor. It's very hard to see as he moves. Uh, he's going to go ahead and take half damage. So then I roll 2d10 and he takes half, correct? Yes. 17. <laughs> wow. My lord. <laughs> That'll do. You're rolling the high on those d10s, man. 17 half is... He takes eight points of damage, and as he's rolling out of the way from this fire blast that Reginald left behind, on his last tumble, when he thinks he's safe, he just... <laughs> evaporates into thin air. 
That a boy, Reginald. He's down. <laughs> yeah, you know that's what I'm talking about, man. You know, finally get to see some Wait, of that, my stuff. That killed. That finished the thing off. That finished the thing off. I uh, I give him a little fist bump. Way to go. Back. Yeah, you know I do what I do, what I do, what I do. I mean, if he was still there, I'd probably eat him. But you know, it is what it is. It is going to move to initiative 13, which is the shadowy figures and Huey and Baldy. So Huey and Baldy are scared. They are trying to plug their nose up and they, it's hard for them to focus in this scenario. So they're kind of freaking out and calling out for help. They're like, oh guys, I can't see it smells so bad in here. Oh God, jeez, oh, he was like crying. He's like, I don't know what to do. Ah. He was gonna make a movement towards Drell. Baldy's gonna move behind Armos in the hallway in the entrance. It's gonna pass to the shadowy figure's turn. The shadowy figure uh, looks at everything in the room, sees that one of his companions has just faded away. He looks at Drell and sees the bag on his hip. Using a bonus action, he disappears into the darkness. Coward. <laughs> Reappearing behind Drell. Knew it scare away. He's going to make two attacks on him. Does a 16 hit. It does. <laughs> He misses with his bite oh. as he tries to get you on the back and then hits you with the claw. Claw does ooh, 16 points of damage. I need you to make me a constitution saving throw of a DC 12. Uh, okay, so 16 points of damage? Yes. Constitution saving throw. That is a 23. Ooh, you pass as this claw slashes up your back, leaving a shadowy trail left in the wound. You wince for a second as you feel the paralysis creep up back on you, and then you just, like, shake it off. I also want to repost his bite attack. Yeah, go for it. Fuck. I don't think that's... Oh, I'm going to use my inspiration dice. I'm doing it because I'm fucking tired of this. these things not fucking working. Um, Let me try again. Oh, my God. It's even worse. Does an 11 hit? 11 does not hit. Fuck. Oh, All right, no. fine. As you go to attack with the repost, he sees the attack coming and like moves his body around your weapon as you try to slash through him and the shadows just morph around him. All right. That's going to be it for his turn. It's going to move back up to round 20. Drill. God, I want to leave, but I just don't feel like this thing's just going to let us walk out of here. Um, I'm going to be like, oh, so you dodged that one, but can you dodge this one? And I'll just fucking try to hit him again. He, he replies to you and he goes, Yeah, dude, I that's sick, but I don't even know what you just fucking said. So there's that. Fucking A, does a 12 hit? 12 does not hit. Fucking Christ, dude. Oh, no. Okay, looks like you were able to dodge that one too. He Got is this. spitting on you profusely as he's like shrieking at you. Almost, this guy's like super slippery. Be careful. Um, And then I am going to, oh, bonus action, go into a rage. That's my turn. It's gonna move to Menace's initiative. Menace. I guess. I guess first I'll use my free action to just like yell at these guys. Hey, do you guys have this covered, or need, do you need help? We got this. Hit him. No, don't listen to Armos. Fucking hit him. <laughs> Hugo. I think. I think we. I think we got this. I think we got this. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> hit him. <laughs> hit him, Menace. Hit him. Uh, I guess first I'll ask. Uh, how long does this poison last? Uh, oh, go ahead and make me another constitution saving throw, please. Oh, this one I can do a saving throw. There you go. That's a 19 natural. You get your bull-like nose gets used to it as you take out two corks from your fanny pack and you go All right. I got you guys, and I'm going to toss a sling bullet at him. 
An 18. An 18 hits. Do I just roll my next one? Yeah. And a 16. That hits. Perfect. What's the damage on that bad boy? The total damage is 14 for my sling. With an extra one point of damage from Sid. <laughs> he is looking quite messed up as you are just launching these pellets and they are just leaving bullet-sized holes in his chest. And he's like wincing as they come through, as they kind of burn him and he just can't react quick enough to get out of the way. He's like touching his wound and then looks at you, but that focus is back to Drell. What are you looking at me? I fucking missed, bro. F focus on him. He's hit you multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go behind here and like hide. <laughs> you see me like peeking out of the door frame. Um, Armos. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I'm just go gonna Eldritch Blast him because Drell braces himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so first one. Ooh. So it's a nat one? But it's a seven? Because I got plus six? Yeah, nat yeah. ones. No. So. Okay, 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 okay. I'm guessing I hit Drell with that one? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, or he on. just misses and hits the cave wall. <laughs> I like, mean, what the fuck does that I was I'm aiming saying, at him. No, no, no. There's no <laughs> way. I'm seeing directly behind the guy. There's no way you curve the fucking Eldritch Blast to fucking go around him. Curve the blast. Mm. <laughs> You're not gonna like me in a second. Um, I rolled a twenty, uh, so it's a twenty-six. Wait, like a nat twenty? You rolled a nat twenty. Yeah, nat twenty. Oh. Yep. And then, oh, uh, I rolled like, a yeah, I rolled a twenty. Wait, uh, so that's twelve damage. You rolled the damage die twice. Oh, I didn't roll the damage die twice. Oh my god, bro, you crit, dude. Like you rolled a nat twenty. I'm that's not why used I'm to like critting and plus eight. Twenty so, damage. <laughs> there you go. Your first Eldritch blast. He sees it coming and he, he turns shadowy for just a moment as it shoots right through him, hitting Drell. Go ahead and roll me <laughs> damage on Drell, please. <laughs> Drell, make me a raw luck check because of Armos's critical fail. And you're in the line of fire, my bolts. 13. 11 or higher. What'd you get? 13. Yeah, no, you, you pass. So it goes right by your head as your life flashes before your eyes for a brief moment. It like singes some of the hair off of my beard. <laughs> so this shadowy figure uh, sees that you're about to cast Eldritch Blast and is caught on to your tricks. So that Nat one goes right through him and he like looks through the hole in his body and he sees it go right past Drell and he starts laughing in his in his own language. He goes, hey, 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 oh, and then you shoot him with the other one. <laughs> Almost finish him. Fuck yeah. I take out the clicky pen that I have and I charge it with energy and I stab him right up in the right up in the ear or what I think is his ear, which hopefully goes to his, his little brain. And then I click the pen and say sayonara. And then I drop it. You drop the pen? Well, yeah, and him. As the Eldritch Blast goes through his ear, a large puff of smoke comes out the other side as he slowly fades away into the shadowy uh, remains. Keeping the same initiatives for now, you guys are out of combat. Hugh is looking at the situation. Goes, Whoa, that was, that was intense. Baldy goes, oh. Can you teach me how to do that, but I want to shoot a little booty booms. This is why we get paid the big bucks. Woo! Yo, is it cool to come out? And I'm peering over the edge. <laughs> like, yo, it, it cool? <laughs> oh, it's cool. I'm high-fiving everyone, and I get to Drell. No hard feelings. <laughs> Drell, it looks hurt 
really fucking hurt. <laughs> he's like, uh, whatever. As he's like, fe- like putting out the f- like the scorching in his beard from the the blast. I'm gonna down a health potion while while we can. I'm also gonna take a health potion. You're almost almost. Oh wait, wait, wait. My fruit? I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat some fruit. I'm gonna eat one of the. I got two. Yeah, I'm gonna eat one more. There it is. Oh yeah, dude. I'm gonna eat a uh, golden fruit and see what happens. Uh, oh. Yo, hey, Armos, take one of mine. I have an extra one. Take one of mine. I gave him one of my. Fruit. Okay, 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 okay. Almost roll a one d eight, and that's how much health you get back. Okay. Ooh. Eight. Wow. Wow. I'm rolling like a motherfucker today. Seriously, dude. Nice. You get eight points of health back as you eat this delicious. Delicious fruit. Pretty good, right? Pretty tasty. It's a mix of a red delicious with like a pomegranate dragon fusion with all the juiciness and moisture of a vitamin water. Yeah, I pull one of the golden fruit out of my bag and I go, uh, here goes nothing. And I just bite into it. I I look over at uh, Drell in anticipation for something terrible to happen. (laughs) I'm like kind of hiding behind Armos a little bit. You eat this delicious golden fruit and it tastes like nothing you've ever eaten before. You see colors. Like colors seem so bright to you. Sound feels so loud to you, but in a comfortable demeanor. And you are just in this aroma and ecstasy of eating this delicious fruit. Can you please roll me a D100? Fucking Christ, that's never fucking good, dude. Fucking what? Magic surging? (laughs) What is happening? There's not even a D100. It's a 34. You eat this fruit and you feel this lightning bolt of energy through your mind, coursing through your blood and in your veins. You're like, whoa. And you go to snap your fingers for a second and you feel like a little, like a little spark comes out. But nothing happens when you try to like do something with your fingers. Because you don't have magic within you. <laughs> what? Uh, what was that, Drell? What just happened? Uh, I don't know. I've just been trying to eat some of this fruit. As far as you're concerned right now, nothing has happened. What? Why are you snapping your fingers? Is is? Why are you itching your face? I don't know. It just feels weird. Like you guys don't see the you guys don't see all the colors. Like this was not like this a few minutes ago. Yo, is it is this your thing with cheese again? Like what, what's going on? Also, your minutes breathing, minutes. You were breathing really loud. <laughs> so, <laughs> so after you're done eating the fruit, you don't, you know, everything goes back to normal. It was like in a moment of ecstasy that you were having. You don't feel like you could like do anything right now. But when you go to like snap your fingers, like a little bit of electricity comes out of your fingers. But like as soon as it sparks, it stops. Hey, Drell, I'll trade you two of my fruit for one of yours. Okay, yeah, sure. Can I give him the rest of the one I'm eating? <laughs> no, that one is done. No, 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 I didn't eat all of it. I only took a yeah. bite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, assuming okay. the magic's gone regardless. So, yeah, so I will, um, I'll trade Minus one of I'll trade you one. Because you have four, right? Um, that's fine. So I give Armos and Minus one. Hey, can I have one of those? Rachel appears over and is looking at the fruit. Like, hey, you know, you guys never give me any treats, you know? <laughs> Drell gets hella defensive. He goes, I don't know. Talk to Armos. And he puts it back in his back. <laughs> this guy never feeds me, bro. He just gives me, like, 
Hey, I've been rationing this hay for the last couple of days. What? We were you just got that hay. We it's literally back in that. Oh, next it's gone moment. now. <laughs> we literally had a whole moment where you went and ate hay. Yeah, well <laughs> two know, rooms ago. I would like some fruit, you know, sustenance. It's just fiber. I'm pooping bricks. I thought you were like a bloodlusting kind of guy. What, what what's going on here? Invent. I want to look at the bag again. Is this is this? I guess would I be familiar with the bag? Like, is this a is this like a bag of holding or? So yeah, it actually is a bag of holding. So when you look at the bag, it looks like a normal bag from the outside. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference uh, from this and any other bag. When you open mm -hmm. it, you see this mountain of shards. And you feel that when you reach in, you can pull whatever you desired out of it as long as within the bag. So you looked in and it was just this huge pile of red shards, a mountains of it. And then on top of it, what you found last time was a square flawless gem that looks like the blue one that you have, except this yeah. one is deep red. Yeah, that one's in my pocket. While, while you're peeking into the bag, I'm without you even noticing i'm on your shoulder looking in the bag too what do you got in there you see baldy and hugh like go over and they're wide-eyed and they're looking in the bags like oh that's a score that's the well, score I don't know, Baldy. All you and Hugh did was walk away when we were fighting these things. I, I didn't mean, know we were going to fight shadowy demons. Well, I mean, you stood behind me, and then you then, you know, you just walked away. Hugh comes over. Hey, over hey, we're part of a team here, okay? Don't be bullying my friend Baldy, tall guy. Baldy, you did good. You did good, Baldy. There's no Hugh in this team. <laughs> Although that is clever, Baldy goes, yeah, that is pretty clever. You goes back to you. He goes, I don't really appreciate that. And this is my first time here. Joel starts walking out. <laughs> Walks right past him as he's like going on his rant. Is there anything else we need to be doing here? Or can we, uh, you know, skedaddle? Yeah, actually, can I look at the altar? I want to pick up the pen and put it right where the altar was as just like a sign of, you know. The altar just looks like now after that you remove the bag, the rune of protection that was originally there is gone. The magic is gone. It has faded away. Now it's just a stone platform with stairs circling it on the way up. There is nothing else of importance at this altar. It seems whatever this room was dug out for was for to protect this specific bag that you are now holding. Since I walked through this magical like protection spell, can I? Is there a way that I can check to see if I've felt that magic somewhere before or no? Go ahead and roll me a history check. That's a two. <laughs> you don't recall any memory or any experience with any type of magic like this. Where you're from, magic is, is not common at all because Goliaths mm. are a brute uh, race. Any type of magic among Goliaths is strictly forged into the weapons. There's no casters. The last Goliath that you heard of that had any type of magical interest was stories that you heard about Lord Baron. Okay. okay. You kind the presence you felt with that rune though, you may have recalled like a dream where you felt just as safe, like a distant dream that you may have had as a child or maybe a, an older memory, but it felt the same. You felt pretty secure while you were in there, but you know that that magic wasn't focused towards you. It was focused on okay. the bag. And then I take it those things like spawned because I took the bag out of the spell. 
So with the two, you really can't put heads or tails to it. But you know that once you left that rune of protection, these two things spawn there. Cool. All right. Well, then, yeah, then I guess I'm just kind of going to make my way towards the ladder. So you guys are now walking out of the cave? Um. Okay. Let me know what each one of you yeah. are doing, and what do you want Hugh and Baldy to do? I wanted to talk to our halfling buddies and say, hey, um, can you help me uh, check around, see, just make sure there are no secret doors or compartments? And then where do you think is the best way to go? Should we go up this ladder or should we go back the way we came? Hugh and Baldy are looking at you, and during the conversation, they're kind of like looking around. Uh, at first glance, they don't really see anything, but what you do notice is that next to this cave on a table is like a religious book. Okay, and then there's like a bunch of boxes and like chests that are just holding generic supplies. Now you guys also have scrying stones to talk to Jews. Okay, when you guys leave this cave, you are now hearing Jubes again. Jubes checks in, goes, "Hey, hey, what's the status in there? I lost you guys for a minute." You and Baldy fill in Jubes. What happens? Like, oh, boss, you won't believe it. We went to this uh, cave, and then there was this pedestal. And then Drell took the bag. We found the blood shards. There's a whole mountain of them inside this bag. And then he walked out. Then these two shadowy creatures came out of nowhere. Started hacking and slashing. But but he, Baldy and me took care of it. Uh, I'm sorry, what? <clears throat> Baldy and me took care of it. He yells I get a little on my bit loud. Stone, <laughs> and I go, that's definitely not what happened. They ran. And then I say, we'll talk to you later. Jubes goes, we have some, we have some movement and we see some guards heading towards the house. Did you guys make any noise? Uh, depends. <laughs> so she goes, okay. All right. We might need to adjust. All right. Everyone, Baldy and Hugh, you guys are there, right? They go, check, check. All right. Uh, Leslie, I'm here. Eye in the sky. You got some movement down below. All right. Band of bars. Nothing. Bandabaris. No reaction. There's no callback from Bandabaris. I go over to Drell and nudge him and like, hey, Drell, Bandabaris is the one we were really suspicious of, right? Yeah, it was like the weird guy that didn't say anything. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I, as I walked out of the cave, I saw the book and, you know, me and books. <laughs> Close friends. Caught my Ooh. eye. I go, Ooh, a piece of text. Ooh, a piece of text. You go over to the religious book and you start flipping through it. Give me a religion check. Oh my goodness. <laughs> He's been waiting for one of these. It's a 12. It's good. As you're looking through it, you can tell that this is a book for paladins, a Bible that they would go by. Uh, in the front cover, it has a signature and it's from Treus Bukes. As you go through it, you see some history uh, about his faith and his religion. And as you keep going, you see some ritual spells. And one of them that sticks out to you is a protection spell. You can assume that with a 12, that when you look at this book and then saw the rune of protection that was in the cave room uh, right next to you, that Treus most likely laid down this protection to protect the bag. The book also looks very worn, dusty, probably been down here and it's never really left. Well, good, because it's leaving now. I take it. You put that in your bag. Now, Minus and Joe, you guys are trying to go up the ladder. And as you start climbing up, I need you to give me a perception check. Oh. 16 for Minus. 
Drell got a three. I'm like stepping on Drell as I'm going up. <laughs> Drell, look out. Oh, hey, I hey, can do I'll it. go first. Yes. I'll go. I got this. I got lockpicks and stuff. I got this. It's a door. What do you need lockpicks for? It could, be, it could be locked. I don't know. Just break it. <laughs> as you go up towards the ladder, you start hearing some sounds. You hear somebody right above you moving as metal boots echoing on what sounds to be a wooden floor and it sounds like somebody putting on a suit of armor you also hear uh, another voice and you catch like the tail end of a conversation and you say the troops are now in position sir he turns and walks out and you hear the door shut yeah i'm like 95 percent sure we got fucking set up um yeah, i kind of i kind of whisper back to the guys hey guys now now's our time and i can i is there anything on the door is it locked it like looks a like a hatch. trap door uh in the roof so when you try to like you think that there's nobody else above you, you wait a few minutes uh as you hear the door shut and then you try to jiggle it it is definitely locked it looks like it's locked from the other side when you go to push when you go to push it's like a latch that's holding it down and we can't see through it or anything no it's just like it's just a flat wooden door from your perspective you go to push on it and there's something like on top of it keeping it down okay so do you guys what, should I try to break it, or you guys want to go around to the other side? While they're deciding what to do, can I check the chest? Oh my god, Luke Goblin. Oh. When you <laughs> go through the chest, it is generic equipment. Like, standard infantry stuff that looks very old and worn and not taken care of. Hey, Ormos, you want to come help us uh, figure out what we're going to do to get out of here alive, or are you going to just keep looking in random boxes? <laughs> uh, Roger, you need something blown open? I got you. If we're gonna go up that way, let's go out in style, right? <laughs> Get my bolts out? I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I can blow that thing wide open. What if we have uh, the two guys with us stand lookout? I'll stand lookout with the guys. I'm like peering behind a box through the hallway towards the stairs that we came from initially. Hold on, I put the pouch in my pants again. So this is this bag's about the size of a backpack. Well, I want to try to make it where they just don't see it and know I have it. Like, is there a way I can hide it? I want to conceal it. So if you want to like put it under your cloak, there'll be like a noticeable hump. It's fine. Uh, go ahead and make me a sleight of hand check to see if you can kind of like hide it on your person. You know, kind of make it blend in with all your equipment. It's a nineteen. Ooh, you're convinced that uh, oh, plus, under all your gear? I was going to say that's 21, actually. Plus, uh, Damn. Do I get advantage because I'm just peering down a hall now and waiting? Or <laughs> Is it just one roll? It's just one roll. And I got an eight. As you peer through one room and try to look into another, it's just very dark. You don't see any type of light in, from, from that direction. But you do hear the, uh, the clanging of some metal. Oh, boy. I use my uh, speaking stone. I'm like, guys, we gotta go. Do the speaking stone. Guys. Oh my god. Now. If, I hope it's a group of people. Oh my god, please be a group of people. Leslie comes through the scrying stone and she goes, We got a large amount of people coming towards the yes. Red Dog Guild House through the upper district. Oh, wait. Armos, now. <laughs> yeah, I look at Armos. Are you gonna do it or are you gonna keep talking about doing Jubes it? goes, We've been made. We've been made. So I go up the stairs and I uh, I'll, I'll cast burning hands on the uh, on the uh, what's that called trap door. Go ahead and roll for damage on this door. Eighteen. That the door bursts open 
as you as the door bursts open and starts to singe, you see that a, a, a red comfy chair has just gone through the roof and then come back down and just shattered. Um, I just start grabbing everyone and I start chucking them up the ladder. I'll be the I'll be the last one up. Yo, I'm I'm the first one up because I don't give a damn. It's if the place is on fire. Let's go. Right behind the drug. Go up now. And then yeah, and then and then I'll I'll scale up as well. You guys climb up the ladder into a nice office. There is a fire roaring. You are coming up behind the desk of Minus. What you saw in the last session. This is Treus Buse's office. The three of you climb up with the two halflings and you're looking around the room and it's set up like a, an executive office there are books there's a suit there's a rack where a suit of armor would be you do not see that two-handed sword that you saw earlier when you peered through and there's nobody in the room the, the office is a nice size but it feels cramped with all these people in here when you guys come up you guys are making a bunch of noise as you're coming through the ladder and the fact that your trap door just blew <laughs> off the hinges and you hear from the other side of the main door Gentlemen, now I understand we may be getting ahead of ourselves, but I just want to warn you and give you one honest, fair chance. We have you surrounded. I recommend you drop your arms. We resolve this peacefully. What you hold is not what you think it is. You're putting this entire city at danger by taking that bag. I stay quiet. <laughs> uh, no one's home. <laughs> no housekeeping is there anyone outside looking out the window when you look out the window you see you see a bunch of bushes but and a lot of foliage like there's like a garden behind them you it looks like if somebody were to be hidden there they would have plenty of cover but you don't see anybody how big is the window like a normal office size window maybe by like let's say eight by five at a quick glance, is there anything of note on the desk? There are a lot of papers, a lot of documentation. Uh, given the severity of the uh, scenario that you're in, time is of the essence, go ahead and give me a quick investigation check. With a quick help action from Huey? Hugh goes in and goes, oh, oh my God, there's all these notes here. You're like, guys, really, right now? I got a 19. So you're looking around the desk and you're seeing like a lot of budgets. You're seeing a schedule. You see that you also find their schedule for the next week's rotation, which is actually happening at 1 a.m. next week. You see his um, calendar that he has, and it's like all at the guild house. You do see some like holy relics there, like powdered relics that he may have like put to the side. Uh, a lot of chains and amulets. Maybe I'll take one of those while I'm at it, you know? <laughs> I, um, I, I yell to, to, so he hears me on the other room, I go, Okay, we'll be right out. We're gonna give up. And as I do that, I try to use like me yelling that to like muffle me elbowing the glass window and breaking it open. <laughs> Wait, you can't just open it. <laughs> no, why would I do that? I'm just gonna open. I'm just gonna break it. Like, yeah, no worries. Mm -hmm. As I see Drell do that, I kick over a chair. <laughs> you go ahead and kick over a chair, uh, Drell. You bust the window open with your elbow. And the voice comes back in. He goes, this is your last warning or we're, sh or we're taking you down. As you hear a bunch of arrows being knocked from the other side. Oh my God. You go, yeah, you and what army? <laughs> and then I look at Menace and Armo's like, okay, what are we going to do? I start to 
I, I want in the chair that I knocked over, I get the idea. I'm going to take the table and place it in front of the door to give us some cover of the guys that are going to try to maybe bust in here. Yeah, I'm going to help Armos. I'm pretty much going to shove the desk all the way up against the door as well. Perfect. So it'll be like the table and the desk. I, I tell everybody, get guys, get out the window now. Get as close to the wall as you can. And as everybody's jumping out the window, I cast web on the door. So oh. it's going to take up, essentially it's going to take up uh, this whole area. So it like fills almost the whole room, but I do it so it just is barely in front of us and webs up the uh, entrance as well as we jump out. <laughs> you guys jump out the window. Minus goes, I got this. Puts his hands together to cast web and the whole room goes, <laughs> web shoot all over the room and cover the door. And uh, as the whole room becomes sticky, it makes a proper blockade for you to get out. You guys start climbing out of the window. Huey and Baldy uh, follow you, shaking some webs off their feet as they were kind of caught in the blast radius. We're going to go back into initiative in just a second as three arrows come from your north from the bushes as they fire upon you. Uh, Minus, you're going to get an arrow shot at you. Does a, does a 17 hit? I'm going to use my uh, gloves and missile snare. Oh my God. He's going to use God. Go ahead and explain what that does. 28 episodes. I've been waiting. <laughs> my God. <laughs> These gloves seem to almost mend into your hands when you don them. Uh, when a ranged weapon attack hits you while you're wearing them, you can use your reaction to reduce the damage by 1d10 plus your dexterity modifier, providing that you have a free hand. If you reduce the damage to zero, you can catch the missile if it is small enough for you to hold in that hand. Wow, uh, on an astounding one point of damage. <laughs> I rolled really low on a d10. It was astounding one point of damage. Uh, Minish doesn't even look as he's jumping out the window and Sid catches it. <laughs> I was gonna say you catch it between your two fingers. Real anime. <laughs> Sid catches the arrow for you. Uh, as you use your gloves and mending, you take no damage. Uh, two more arrows are still going to come out. One's going to go ahead and hit Armos, and the other ah. one's going to aim for Drell. Uh, that's an 18 on Drell and a 13 on Armos. You sure I it's have not the other way around? I have a 13 <laughs> armor class. So that so. hits. It does hit on a 13? Yeah, it hits on 13, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's on it, unfortunately. So you guys are going to take... Drell's going to take five points of damage. And Armos is going to take three points of damage. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we are now going to go into initiative. Uh, keeping the same ones from before. We're going to go start at round 20. Drell, what are you doing? I am disengaging. It's going to run. Hugh, which way? So around you, so on your left side, there's uh, a giant wall that you, the wall that you hopped before. So your grappling hooks will be on the other side of that wall. This wall is about 20 feet high. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna use my ring of jumping. Uh, I will try to clear the wall and then um, leave, like throw the grappling hooks rope like to the other side so they can like try to use it to climb out. So you go ahead and run up to the wall and you're gonna go ahead and jump. So what well, the thing is, uh, this wall is about 20 feet high. What is your total jump with the ring of jumping? Uh, 
Uh, so bring a jump mean while we're in this ring. You can cast the jump spell for the bonus action. Triples your jump. So it's a strength modifier. So it's three plus four. So that's uh, seven. So it's three 21. times seven. So you can jump 21 feet. Yeah. Woo! Just barely. So I did yeah, that. Grazing it. Yeah, I run up to the wall and I use my ring of jumping to scale the wall with 21 feet of jumping, barely clearing it. Um, and then as I do that, I want to uh, like grab the grappling hook rope and like drop it on the other side for the rest of the, the team. Yeah, as your main action, you can like take one of the grappling hooks and like nestle it in there to make sure it's nice and sturdy and drop down the rope for your teammates to climb up. Sick. Okay. Uh, we're going to move down to initiative 17. Hey and this is quick behind trying <laughs> dashing to get up that rope. <laughs> From the window to the wall, you're about you're about 15 feet away from the wall. So you can go ahead and start climbing up like a little bit. I can't use a dash action and try and like do a skill check to get up. Oh, I, yeah. Go ahead and give me a acrobatics check. That is a 16. Yeah, that passes. Uh, 50. So it's 15. Yeah, I would just barely get to the top. Okay. Uh, so you still have a couple more feet to go. So on your next turn is when you'll complete that climb. That's gonna be your turn, and we're gonna move to Almost's turn. I'm Misty, or I walk over there uh, on my move and my action. I Misty step up to Drell, helping him try to pull up the the rest of the guys. Misty step is what range? Thirty. Thirty. Sick. So you go ahead, you run to the wall, go, and you appear right next to Drell <laughs> as you kind of put a hand out for minutes to get up on his next turn. So as you go to Misty step, you're on top of this wall. Rachel's like, what happened? What do we see from up here? You go ahead and look down and you can kind of see through the tree line. You can count the three archers that you saw attacking from the bushes. And you also see one more soldier kind of behind one of the rangers ready to make a move. As you see, as you guys try to go up the rope, he's like getting ready to jump out. It's gonna go to Hugh and Baldi's turn. Hugh and Baldi see that you guys are climbing the rope and they start to make um, they start to make their way towards you, uh, and they start climbing the rope. So they're gonna use their turn to get right up behind you, Minus, as they're climbing. Okay, it's now gonna go to the guards' turn. So you see out from the bushes, uh, one of the rangers goes, "They're climbing the wall! They're climbing the wall! They're running around and around the back!" As they try to yell as loud as they can, the three rangers are gonna go ahead and start shooting. The ones that are easiest to hit are the two halflings that are climbing the rope behind you. So three arrows are gonna go towards them. Two arrows hit Baldi and one hits Baldi takes nine points of damage as two arrows go right into his back and he slides down the rope a little bit as he's trying to hold on for dear life. Uh, you get nine points of damage as one gets them like right really close to the back of his neck and they are screaming and they're like ah and they are in uh physical audible pain uh as these arrows getting really close to vital points um you're gonna see out from the bushes one of the guards are gonna come run out they're gonna run out and try to go to the rope and try to like yank it down another knight comes out from one of the bushes so two knights are at the bottom of the rope on the other side of Trace's office, a bunch of knights run out of the back door, entering your line of sight. Six knights come out. We're gonna go back to the top of the round 
with drill okay so i want to grab the rope that has the grappling hook attached to the wall i want to dislodge the hook off of the wall and then drop onto the safe outer side of the wall using my weight as a counterweight to then launch Ennis, Hugh, and Baldy because they're, um, uh, because Hugh is a halfling and Baldy's a gnome. So they're both, you know, lighter. So I want to try to be able to like, try to get them up the wall. Go ahead and make me a athletics check to see if you can pull this off first. Your strength, right? That's a 23. <laughs> oh, you baby. successfully drop down the other side. Yeah, I just yell hold on as I'm like dropping like on the other side. You drop down on the other side of this wall, 20 feet, and you bring this rope with you with ease. The Menace, Hugh, and Baldy. Or Wait, Joe, what's happening? <laughs> And they get flung over. I'm watching them in like almost a rainbow flying over. <laughs> My head goes from one side of the wall to the other. In slow-mo, right? Yeah. I see I see Minis getting pulled as slobbers just coming out of his mouth because he's hitting Mach 3 going over the wall. <laughs> so you jump down this wall and you land down. You're going to take 2d6 worth of fall damage. Uh oh you take seven points of damage as you strain yourself when you go down you're just kind of like gritting it okay guys we really got to get out of here menace you're gonna take 2d6 as well as you hey get dropped you take 10 points of damage <laughs> you take 10 points of damage hugh and baldy are gonna take 2d6 worth of damage hugh takes 10 points of damage and is looking pretty hurt from that and Baldi's gonna take seven points of damage. And with those arrows sticking out of them, on top of that fall damage, they are looking very beat up. They are bleeding from the mouth. Uh, Baldi's bleeding from the ear as he face plants on the side. Hugh uh, is looking really bad. When you look back at Baldi, Baldi has a broken leg. Oh, Baldi no. is looking really messed up right now. Hugh is not too far behind, but didn't break anything i want to i'm just gonna give him a piggyback ride and just tell uh hugh wait ooh, which yeah. one broke their leg baldy oh, yeah, okay so i'm gonna give baldy a piggyback ride and just and be like hugh get us the fuck out of here oh my god he was like oh he was like holding his head as he's picking himself up he's like oh god oh jeez. he's like oh he's like trying to shake it off Jubes is going, what's going on down there? What happened? Baldy's like, oh, it's not good. I busted my leg. Oh, it's my football leg. Oh, I could be able to play the game this Sunday. Oh. You're currently out of initiative for the moment, except for Armos, who's still on top of the wall. You guys are not in combat for the moment, but we're going to go, but we're still going to go in initiatives. Okay. Now, for the listeners, so what's going to happen is that they are now in the city of Dilmore in, in the dead of night, okay? They, what the heroes need to do now is to make it back to the Thieves' Forge. Or fight all the guards. It's up to them, really, truly, honestly. If you go guys, back to the Thieves' Forge. That's my if you want to go back to the Thieves' Forge, you need to make it to this spot on the map. So, it, Drell's turn has uh, just passed, so we're going to go down to Minus' turn. Minus. I guess, I guess since I'm uh since I'm in front of everybody, I'll actually just go my normal 25 
I mean, I could literally ask Hugh or Baldy, like, guys, which way should we go? Uh, uh, we go down Main Street, which is just through that alleyway over there, but he's definitely gonna be caught it. Well, we got no other option, and I start going through that alleyway to Main Street. Okay. Uh, you can make it to the end of that alley on your move. When you get to the other end of that alley, you see two, you see three guards posted up on the street, kind of looking around. They haven't caught your, uh, they haven't seen you just yet. Um, can I, can I try and do like a sling bullet in the other direction to make some noise? Hopefully draw them away. Yeah. So this would be, uh, I want to say a yeah. sleight of hand check as you try to create a distraction in another direction. That is a 12. So you should go ahead and you shoot the bullet north and you see two of the guards and they look in that direction and they go, wait, we heard something over here. And they start to move in the way where okay. you shot. And then I'm, I'm going to wait here for my pals. <laughs> We're going to go to Armos's initiative. Armos, high up on the wall. Is there anyone in my, my blasting radius right now? You see that they have started running out the main entrance and trying to get you on the city side. See how most of you have already hopped the wall. Okay, let me let me ask this question and don't don't look too much into it, okay? Are they within a 20-foot radius sphere from the center <laughs> of each other? Let's just say, you know, all 15 are they just herded up in a nice drill continues to cough up blood. We got to get out of here, dude. What are you thinking, almost? What do you think we gonna we gonna get a little sizzling here? Uh, no, I'll just, I'll Misty Step down and we'll, we'll start running. You gotta cast Misty Step again? And if I jump down, I'm gonna take, yeah, I'll just jump down then. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I wanna blast things, but okay, I'll just jump down then. You jump down? Sure, you're gonna take 2d6 worth of falling damage as you fall 20 feet. You take 10, you take 9 points of damage as you fall. I like that you rolled it instead, because that's a lower number. <laughs> Um, so is that a full move action? Me jumping down, or can I actually move? You can like move about. You can move to like the beginning of the alleyway where Menace was running. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's a good try to catch up with Menace. It's now gonna go to Hugh and Baldy's turn. Baldy is can't move. He's incapacitated. He's on Drell's shoulders, and he's like he is breathing pretty heavy uh, as he's just bleeding all over Drell. Hugh makes it into the alleyway. He goes past Armos. He goes, oh, all right, hold, hold on, hold on. I gotta keep up, gotta keep up, gotta keep up. And he goes to meet Menace and he sees the other guard there. He goes, okay, we gotta pass him. We gotta pass him. So here's what we're gonna do now with Baldi and Hugh. Mainly Hugh because Baldi's incapacitated. On your turn, any one of you, you can use your free action to give them a command to do on their turn. If you wanted to attack, sneak, wait, whatever. So Hugh is at the end of the alleyway with Menace and he's gonna wait as he snuck up. And that's gonna be his turn the guards are also now moving around <clears throat> as the guards start to march out of the guild house and go into the city to try to cut you off okay and is now going to go to the top of the initiative drill on initiative 20. uh okay so i want to grab my speaking stone and i want to tell uh leslie to fly above and try to see if she could lead us um like the like the path with the least amount of like um guards and stuff what you want to do is cut through the eastern alleys and make your way around it's gonna take a little bit longer but it's the safest route all right 
so then I relay that to the team once I catch up to them with um all the on my back and then I want to look at Hugh and um just tell him to hang in there and use a bonus action rally nice. um, point to try to give him some HP back. At six HP back to you. Um, and then as my action, eat one of those fruits again. Okay, go ahead and hear yourself with one D eight. You're you're speaking very low. You gotta pick up the energy a little bit. Okay, so then I yeah, just got five that's HP that's back. That's what I'm dude. talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's um, what I'm talking about. Yeah. So yep. All right. Cool. And that will be my turn. My turn, right? So two of the guards I distracted and they went the other way. This other guard is walking south? Correct. So I would like to try and just sneak across to the next alleyway. Go ahead and make me a stealth check. It's going to be a 31. That, yeah. And I like, I don't know how I would do it, but is there a way I could hold an action to throw a sling bullet farther down the south alley in case one of these guys like falls holding an action makes you use an action at the end of the initiative what i'm trying to do is look for them to fall and if they fall throw a bullet as they fall okay so you're gonna make a help action uh here and you're gonna help whoever's next sneak across and what you're gonna do is when they're not looking at the best possible time you're gonna tell you're gonna tell them when to sneak over and that'll give them advantage on their oh, stealth okay yeah. yeah yeah let's do that okay so almost we're gonna move to initiative 15. We'll move. all right so there's just this one guy i want to get across i see i saw minutes go i'm gonna follow like holding my hand up like wait 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 and then i'm yeah. like no 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 and then i, I tiptoe as quickly as i can do, do, do. Okay. Roll for stealth. Make it aggress. Roll for stealth with advantage. <laughs> that is a seven, and that is a thirteen. Plus five, because you're bandana. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighteen. Yeah, plus five. You make it across without being seen, almost. Done right. Help action was clutch. It's going to go to Hugh and Baldi's turn. Baldi's crying on Drell as he's in pain. Hugh, what do you, what did you guys want Hugh to do? Uh, just sneak across, I guess, as well, right? Since we're all doing it. Okay. He's going to go ahead and roll for stealth. Oh, my God. Rolled a two and a four. He runs out into the middle of the street when he... And he's a nervous wreck, uh, and he's very hurt. He he's like losing his footing as he's trying to go, and he just misses the timing from Armos's uh, help action when he tell him the came. He went on the wrong beat. The guard turns around and sees him. Uh, there is also another guard on that roof right there that happens to look down and catches him in his line of sight. Oh my! And alerts the guards, and and the guard looks like he's reaching for something. Unfortunately, the guards go on the same initiative. The guard that's up top looks more like a scout, has a bow in her hand, and she goes to reach for a bell and starts ringing it. Bing, 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 bing. Uh, the knight that's in the street is going to run over and make an attack action on Before you. he goes, could I tell him to, like, look out? Because he didn't use his action. He was just sneaking. So he could take a dodge action, right? Yeah, so you go ahead, uh, as the knight goes over to take a swing at him as he gets caught up in the middle of the street, the, the, knight, the knight goes over to go to swing. You yell, look out! And he turns and sees that the sword is coming down on him. He's going to roll with disadvantage. 
Uh, three. He goes oh, and he goodness. ducks under at the last second. The sword just goes over Hugh's head. Um, you hear some footsteps in the distance of other guards closing in as they heard the sound of the bell, but none come into view just yet. It's going to go back to initiative 20. Trails I feel turn. like as I run, um, okay. So like, actually, can I do this? Can I run as I'm running past, um, with, uh, as I'm running past Hugh with Baldy on my back, can I try to like throw my elbow into the uh or my shoulder into the guard after he like missed and like try to knock him over absolutely go ahead and roll a hit so that will be your action so you're gonna take a yeah. normal move action here yep. okay yeah that's fine yeah so you can go ahead and make it across the street as you go and uh, shoulder check this guy go ahead and make me an athletics check to see if oh give me a roll to hit and then we're gonna do a competing strength check um well i don't know if i just rolled the right thing but I got a 13. Okay. That hits. Oh yeah. So you'd be rolling against his armor class here. So you go ahead and you give you body check him. Uh, now make me a strength check to see if he gets knocked down. He's going to compete with you. Okay. So that's five damage. It's a 17. He gets, okay. he gets laid out. Excuse me. Coming through. <laughs> I just like <laughs> knock him over. You go ahead and lay him out. As you run across the street, he is now knocked prone onto the floor. Um, I look at Hugh as he dodged out of the way, and I go, come on, man, let's keep going. And I'm going to burn another superiority die to give him more HP. Uh, that's eight. There you go. So, uh, yeah. Ooh, Hugh feels really good. Uh, he's, like, getting some of his composure back, and he doesn't have that limp anymore, and he's feeling, like, pretty inspired to keep up with you guys. So you guys are now all in the alleyway. It's going to go to Minus' turn. I'm going to... I'm going to cast Entangle on the uh, Archer on the roof before I start heading out. So within a 20-foot square, uh, so I guess just the whole roof kind of deal. So in a 20-foot square, starting from the point within range, uh, for the duration, plants grow around the area uh, in difficult terrain, a creature in the area must exceed a strength saving throw or be restrained by the tangled plants until the spell ends. A creature restrained by the plants can use its action to make a strength check against the spell save DC. With success, it frees itself. Yeah. Uh, so what am I rolling for? What am I rolling against? Against uh, DC 13. Strength check. Strength DC check. 13. Yeah, yeah. It fails as it gets tangled up in the storms and foliage. And onwards we go. <laughs> move, 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 move. <laughs> <laughs> You're able to squeeze in between these two houses. That's a bit of a tight fit. You got about like five feet of room to move on either side, and you can squeeze through that alleyway. It's going to go to Armos's initiative. Armos. Oh, I've been waiting. Um, So the guard and the archer are the closest one to us. I'm going to Eldrick Blast Bolt just to get them the hell away from us, and then I'm going to take off running as soon as I get done. So okay. uh, I'm going to aim for the guard first yeah you got a scout on the roof and then you got a knight in the street Oof, that's 11 to hit on him that misses okay and then the archer on the roof since it is restrained, restrained. then i get advantage i got a 23 that yeah. hits <laughs> oh so you hit this guy on the roof roll for damage uh eight damage and gets knocked back Okay, so he gets knocked back 10 feet. Okay. 
Uh, he's kind of out of view as he tumbles over the apex of the roof. After seeing the guard come down and try to kill our good old friend, I turn around, I blast the guard, and then I see the archer shooting at Menace, shoot the archer, and I take off uh, running, trying to keep up with uh, Menace. Okay. Uh, it's going to go to the guard's turns. You hear footsteps become louder and louder as the streets fill with marching uh marching boots as the sounds of armor clinging in the streets become start to echo through the alleyways and buildings you can tell that you're getting closed in on but ahead of you you do not see any guards in the direction you're going luckily Hugh is uh he's gonna go ahead and try to get in front of drill the knight Gets back up. He's going to move 15 feet towards you, Drell. He's going to go ahead and make an attack. Where is Baldy that you're carrying him? Uh, I mean, he's on my back. Like, I'm not going to try to... I'm holding him <laughs> like a baby. No, he's like... You you don't want to cradle him? You're not cradling him? He's not a football that you're running with? He is going to make an attack. Now that your back is towards him because you are moving on your turn, the attack is going to be on Baldy. Gets an 18. He takes seven points of damage as the knight thrusts down with his sword and slashes him deep across his back. You hear a fatal scream come from Baldi as he yells as loud as he can, and he passes out on your back as his arms go limp. No. Yeah, you just feel the warm rush of blood dripping down your back as now he's just hanging on there for dear life. The only, wait, the only reason why he's still on your back right now is because you're kind of forcing him to be there. Okay. No. You hear the sounds of marching boots come closer and closer to your direction. You guys no longer have a vantage on the street, excuse me, as you move closer and closer into the alley. It's going to go back to initiative 20. You have a guard right on top of you, Drell. God, I want to just run, but he can just follow us. Um, Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything. I'm like running low on everything and I'm low HP as well. Yeah, I'm just going to dash action to try to catch up to Venice and Ormos. When you guys make it to the other end of that alleyway, you can see that you can go left or right as uh, there's another, like the edge of a wall is blocking your path to go forward. You can hop that wall if you'd like, uh, but you hear Leslie come over the scrying stones. Like I'm gonna head south from that location. They're gaining up on you. We're gonna move to initiative 17, Venice. This isn't good. Oh my God, this isn't good. All right, uh, you two keep on going. I'll, I'll hold this guard off, and I'm going to... Uh, yeah, all I can do is, I think, cast another Entangle, just cause rough terrain behind us. So I'm gonna like, all right, let's get going, guys, and I we just gotta go. Uh, where are you casting Entangle? Uh, in 20 feet through the alleyway, I cast Entangle to cause rough terrain, and they have to make, again, a DC 13 strength saving throw, or be restrained. Okay. Uh, let's do it. Ooh, 10. He, the guard is stuck. The alleyway fills with branches and thorns and creates this rough terrain as this whole alleyway becomes forested over. And then I'm just going to go forward as far as I can and see if I can get eyes on any guards in front of us. As you move down the alleyway, you do not see any guards from your location. Go ahead and make me a perception check. It's a 15. You notice that there is a guard on the roof to your right. Uh a scout and he has a bow and arrow ready to go. We're gonna move to Armos's initiative. Armos. Um, I start to cast my hands and this almost total uh, blackness starts to appear as I 
uh, coming from my fingertips, and as I, it surrounds me and anyone within a 15 foot uh, foot radius of me, and it is completely pitch black. What are you casting? I've cast, I've cast darkness, and within dark, it's magical darkness. It lasts for 10 minutes, and I've casted it on myself. As the smoke finally uh, fills up and there's this 15 foot sphere around, all that you can see, you can't see anything within, but Drell being within the sphere, the only thing he can see is the redness of my eyes because I have dark vision. <laughs> Demon sight. Demon sight. <laughs> Reginald goes, oh, oh, I kind of feel at home in here. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Oh, I really feel like I got snooze in here. Let's go! And he gets amped up as he is shrouded in his darkness with you. And he feels comfortable. And you feel him like his his fur starts to expand out as he feels like he's in his element. Dude, that is awesome. And now this darkness follows you, right? <laughs> yes, it does. For 10 minutes. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Holy shit. And you, you, uh, you took Demon Sight. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that was oh. what you took? Yeah. Oh my god. So what does Demon Deadly Sight combo. do? It makes you see I, in darkness? I can see in... Uh, magical darkness. Magical darkness, yeah. Oh my god. That's awesome. It's gonna move to the guards and the halfling's turn. Halfling the gnome. We go ahead and roll a death save. Do you guys want to know what I roll for uh, Baldi's death save? Yes. I think so, yeah. It makes it so I know what to do. <sighs> roll the one. Fucking Jesus Christ. fucking Christ. He starts to bleed more and more on your back, Drell. And holding him, you feel the, you truly feel his presence as he's slipping from you and it's getting progressively worse as he's even having some of these uh, death croaks as he's like coughing up blood onto the back of your neck. It's going to go to Hugh's turn. Hugh sees uh, Baldy going down and he's trying to find something in his bag to kind of help while keeping up. He sees this darkness and he's not quite sure what to do. Guys, what do you As want? As he runs by me, I'm going to ask him if he has a uh, a healing potion on him. Uh, let's see if he does. Pure luck check. He does not have a healing potion on him. I rolled a two for that. Uh, so he is running to full distance. He goes, do I go in his darkness? Yes, keep running. Uh, he goes into the doctor's. Goes right in. Reginald's like kind of scams like hey bud how's it going you feel good you feel good here uh, he's like breathing heavy almost reginald is like breathing heavy on you he's like he is you can tell right now that reginald is feeling a lot more feral than he normally does mm. his eyes are matching yours they are bright red you can see it through the darkness just as just as yours do. oh buddy we're twinning <laughs> oh, we're twinning. Oh, we're twinning hard, bud. We're twinning hard. And you feel like the fuzz on your shoulder. Uh, it's just puffing out. Cool. So you guys are now walking down. The guards are trying to look for you. You just, you're still hearing uh, a lot of these footsteps. In the distance, you go, where do all these roots come from? As you can determine that a lot of them have just saw your snares. Yep. And you hear a bunch of like, uh, people trying to get through the brush. And they're Is that guard swimming. like screaming to help them get out? <laughs> like, oh, I'm stuck here! I'm stuck here! Me. Ah, ah, oh, God! Oh, God's picking my skin! Oh, my God! As he tries to get out, 
Um, it's gonna go back to Drell's turn. Drell, what are you doing? All right. Well, I didn't want to have to do this, but I am going to pop a potion of greater healing and pour it into uh, Baldi's mouth. That's 14 points of damage. Go back to Baldi. Uh, I'm just gonna say, <laughs> welcome back, bud. And I'm gonna burn my last superiority die to give him more HP. And that's eight more points of HP. Um, kind of pat him on the back as I throw him back over my shoulder, give him the eight points of uh, rally health. And then um, I'll just do like my 30 feet of movement, try to catch back up to the group in the circle. So, but he's like, <coughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming out of your problem. cut. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so. Menace, we're going to move to your initiative. What are you doing? Oh, that was an awesome drill. All right. So I know this guard is Bubba, so I'm going to try and, like, guide everybody and sneak, like, under the house on the side of the wall. So I leave the darkness and sneak forward along the wall, trying to find, like, a good path under the roof so the guard above can't see me. Uh, should I make a stealth check first? Yeah, go ahead and make a stealth check. I got the same thing, 24. Nice. And I would like to know if there are, I know it's nighttime, but are there like birds, animals that kind of go through the streets? Um, You don't see any birds, but you, give me a perception check. That's an 18. You notice that there's, there's mice pretty commonly. Mice. Around. All right, then I'm going to use my action to cast Speak with Animals. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh my lord. Oh, my lord. Okay. Ask for its name. Ask for its name. I rub Sid's head and I'm like, Sid, we really need some help right now. <clears throat> he points to one of the mice uh, over there. Mm -hmm. And I uh, I lure it over and I, I say, hey, we really need your help right now. And I would like to make a persuasion. And essentially, what I'm trying to do is I like to persuade the mice to help us and go like bite and distract the guards hey buddy and i i put some like bread out for a mouse oh what was that oh it's also, also bread hold, hold on come on uh a mouse hops over to you oh oh this pumpernickel oh interesting i don't know what's going on buddy hey uh menace what's your name uh bartholomew bartholomew wonderful yep. to meet you hey wow. we're in a bit of a pickle oh this is really bread this is great we are being chased by guards yeah. that want to destroy all the cheese in this town. What? <laughs> and they're trying to... You see my buddy over there? And Oh, wait. He can't see through the darkness. My buddy is in the darkness over there. <laughs> uh-huh. Is there a magical darkness in the middle of the city? Yeah, it makes, pretty, yeah. makes good sense here. Yeah. One of my buddies is a were-rat. A who? He's a rat like you, basically. Oh, nice. Anyways, could you help? could you help a fellow... Rat out. <laughs> Do you have some friends? We need to. We need to stop these guards. Oh, We're trying point. to take the cheese from this town. Where are they trying to go? Leslie, where are we trying to go? Where's our next step? Leslie comes through. He goes. You want to keep heading south and then head westward. There's a guard on top of the roof. Once you turn west, looking around, be careful. Great. Over. And I relay that to this little mouse. All right. So we run ahead south. Okay. Which way is south? Because I'm a mouse. That way, and I point down okay. the street. So, what, you want me now? You want me to bite somebody? I want you to get all your friends and bite any guards you see. 
Ah, uh, roll for persuasion check. Oh, I need it. <laughs> this is a big moment. Persuasion. I have a zero. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say we should almost persuasion check first to see how the conversation ends up. That was a fourteen. Yeah, all right. You have a number of cheese on you before we go. Um, I think I should have cheese on me, right? Yeah, you would have cheese on. Yeah, you. I give. Absolutely. Oh wow, this is great. Oh Swiss, that's my favorite. Hey, rally up, boys! I just see a bunch of mice from the street uh go down and they start they they head south down the uh alleyway and then they disperse in the cracks and then um a few oh moments go by <laughs> and then the guard that was on the roof that leslie just warned you about you go oh oh what the what game? Oh, oh god oh god <laughs> all right boys move out <laughs> uh it's gonna go to armos's initiative armos uh okay okay then I take the rope, I tie it to these three so that they, they don't ever get lost ever again. And then we'll, we'll move up. You manage to sneak past the guard that's overlooking that alleyway and meet up to Minus. Uh, so we go to initiative 13, which is the town guard and human baldy. So the sounds of footsteps are still pretty close by as you can tell that some of them have gone through the rough terrain that Minas set earlier, uh, all those thorns as they're chopping away, and you hear the footsteps closing in behind you. When you look out, well, Armos, when you look behind you, you can tell that there's about five guards about to turn the corner, but they don't see you just yet as they're just making their way to you. Um, Baldi's still on Drell's back, so he's not doing anything. He's hanging tight, and Hugh is gonna go ahead and run down well, he was actually holding on to Armos for dear life and is just following his commands because he can't see right. through this magical darkness. So we're going to go ahead and go back to Drell's turn. Right. Um, yeah, I'm just going to move. I'm going to just run. I'm going to use my whole turn dash action. Get it, get down the road as fast as I can. Go ahead and make me a stealth check. It's 16. Yep, you are undetected. It's your T-pose <laughs> up against the wall going your way down the alley. I'm telling you, dude, I'm crunk from Emperor's new <laughs> new groove, dude. Just yeah. fucking. Uh, we're going to move to initiative 17 minutes. Oh, I uh, I walk down, briskly sneak down the alleyway, and uh, look forward, uh, watching horrifically as the mice attack. Oh, God. Oh, what a world. What a world. <laughs> I, I briefly catch eye contact with the mouse, I, I, Bartholomew, that I talked to, and I just give him, like, uh, like my hand to my heart and then a little salute. Laura <laughs> Spool, young howl, as he salutes back to you from the distance. And then just continues eating the guy. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> my nibbles. My nibs. Where to next, Leslie? Leslie comes in through the scrying stone. Lost, co lost communication with Jubes. You need to keep heading down. Keep heading south and then make a. And then head west down that alley. And then what you're going to do is you're going to keep heading south, go past the fountain, and you should be home free. And then I uh, wave to the guys to move forward. Armos, it goes down to your initiative. You move up with Minus down the alleyway. Uh, what else are you doing? Is anyone in sight that needs blasting? Not that you see. You just hear one poor soul get eaten alive by uh, <laughs> by rats. Good. Remember that mouse trap we planted? <laughs> 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 oh my god, dude. The hero we needed. Uh, okay, so now we're gonna go to the guards and Gnome's turn. So Baldi is just doing his thing on top of Drell's back. He goes, "Hey, 
Oh man, I can really go for like a waffle cone right now. Oh god. Oh, oh really? That's yeah, same as I'm like coughing up blood too, but like I'm pretty sure he has more hit points than I do. Yeah, uh, okay, we'll be right on that. On the scrying stone, some bad coughing. It's not coming from Wesley, it's coming from Jubes. As she finally starts to talk on the scrying stone again. <laughs> oh, God! Oh, oh, they caught us! They caught us off guard! Ah. <coughs> and she's coughing up something foul. But where, Jubes? Where are you? I mean, I was able to make it to the knots. <laughs> <laughs> I think I lost him. And she is speaking very lightly. All right, well, we'll meet you back. We'll meet you back here, okay? <laughs> and it's just, you just hear some more coughing. Just stay safe, Jubes. We got this covered. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Going back to Drell's initiative, you look down the main street as you were coming out of this awkward alley that they did not expect you to go to, but they weren't checking at first. You see that you don't see anybody in the street. It's pretty late at night. It's almost like four in the morning now. And although you still, you see some lights in the street from the neighboring houses, you do not see any guards or, or any people in the street. If you guys make a dash action right now, we'll be able to make it out of the upper district. Absolutely. Before I leave, I dap up. Bartholomew, I'm like, thanks, man. Uh, no problem, man. You got any more cheese? We can make more deals. You know what I'm saying? Oh, baby. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. He, and he looks. I'll see you around. I'll see you around too, man. And uh, he looks at Drell and he uh, has his ear kind of like a sign of acknowledgement to Drell. And goes, see around, brother. And he scurries off. <laughs> what the fuck is that guy? What, what is that mouse just <laughs> wave at me? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, that's my I homie, Bartholomew. I was going to say, I didn't see any mouse. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you guys make a mad dash out of the upper district and make it to the Red Spring. You guys safely maneuver through the alleyways and make it back to the Thieves' Forge. You open the door to the Thieves' Forge, certain that no one is around looking at you. The Thieves' Forge is in great disarray. Tables are spread out. The tavern floor is they're like making room in the center of the room. There is one table with jubes on it. There is a lot of people surrounding her. You see what you see Burnsfield, the barkeep of the Thieves Forge, who's serving you guys drinks, has a bloodied apron on as it looks like he, he was trying to administer some type of uh, first aid to jubes. Everyone is looking down solemnly as it looks like they were unsuccessful in their attempts. Hugh and Baldy see this and they become very sad. Baldy starts to cry a little bit. Hugh is trying his best to hold back his tears. You guys are all beaten up. You are not in the best condition. What are you guys doing right now? I mean, I think Menace just goes up to see how she's doing. She's dead, so. I know, but he didn't. <laughs> okay, I know, well, I mean. <laughs> she, did you just hear what Tony yeah. said, bro? He's fucking, she's fucking dead. His pain is respect. Drell no, <laughs> solemnly realizes that his cut is going to be just a little bit bigger. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I searched um, the body. 
Yeah. Oh no. my god. I'm just so, can I um yeah. yeah. I guess I'm going to walk in and kind of just like you know, feel the room and um I guess pay Drill respects. Drill said it a lot better. That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, so you guys catch your breath as you were making sprints through the city uh, and you finally make it back to some sort of safety as you're being chased by countless guards. You guys catch your breath. You set Drell sets down Baldy kind of near Jubes and you and Baldy are just kind of leaning over. You see Leslie uh, on the other side of the table and she's starting to tear up and her eyes are like actually closed for the first time and she's even sobbing burnsfield is really down as he's just looking down the body wishing that he could do more there is a lot of people in this tavern right now various rogues that you've met in passing off when you guys first came here there is no sound from anybody as they're just weeping and mourning in the moment what are you guys trying to do right now after you pay your respects Ooh. Do I see Bando Burris? You do not see Bando Burris. Bando Burris is missing. I'd like to walk up to Burnsfield and ask Burnsfield what what happened? What do you mean what happened? What do you what did you guys do over there? What was the plan? What happened? And he's getting angry at you. He seems very frustrated and he's trying to vent in some way. Uh you haven't seen this much emotion from him before as very calm demeanor he seems angry and upset uh and you can instantly tell this is a very close friend of his hey burnsfield we have the same questions okay so what happened out there he grabs your collar everything was going fine everything was fine and then we lost we lost contact with Bandabaris, and that's when it all went south. I don't know what happened after that. All of a sudden, we were surrounded. He grips you. He grips your collar tighter, and his tears start to well up in his eyes and roll down his cheeks, and he's gritting his teeth hard, just starting to grind against each other. He lets go of you, and he starts adjusting your collar that he grabbed. He's, like, patting it down. He's... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I step in. I'm like, we're on the same side here. What We just saved these two and I point to Baldy and Hugh kind of give like a morning full weakened finger guns we just went through hell and then we come back to see this we need some answers what the hell happened in here uh make me a perception check on Jubes modified 20 15 you see that she's very wounded multiple lacerations across the body her armor is tattered up she it looks like she got jumped and the fact that she was even able to make it out is somewhat of a miracle on its own you can tell that the multiple wounds stabs to her belly and in the back that she took on multiple opponents and she most likely died from blood loss when she got here everyone is kind of sitting at their table you see some people taking a drink and you can tell that the mood is just very sad as Jubes was not only someone well-respected in this tavern and revered, but now absurdly obvious that they were something more. She was a great friend to them. And you see some of them start talking among themselves and they're, they're like, oh, it's like, I can't believe this happened to her, her of all people. And some people are getting mad, some people are throwing glasses. 
Everyone make me a perception check one more time. Minus. You get advantage. It's 15. 17. Also 17. Minus and Armos. Armos, you look back at Reginald for a moment and you notice that his eyes are still red. Drell, with a 15, you look down at your bag full of blood shards that you hid in and you hear the sounds of crackling energy coming from within it. Sounds of shards shifting and moving from inside the bag. Menace and Armos, right behind Drell, where the bag would be, there's a small rift, a tear in the fabric of reality, as if there's a thin slit opening through in the middle of thin air. Minish, you recall you recall seeing this once before, back when you were in the town of Gilo, when you when people were there mourning Barry Weinstead. And that is where we'll end this week's session. Oh, Drell, look shit. out! <laughs> <laughs> Drell's whistling. Uh. Ooh. <laughs> Damn, dude. What a heavy hitter episode. Had a little bit of everything. Drama, running, combat. We had a ch- we had a heist, a chase, uh, a morning action. Yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. All the- this is a big one. Think Baldy was making it out. I gotta be. Honest. I didn't think Baldy was gonna make it out either. I was like, oh shit. And I'm not oh. gonna lie. So I'll tell you what, Drell, for sacrificing a greater health pot and doing everything you can making sure that this sweet little gnome with the with a broken leg lived i'm gonna give you an inspiration die bud hey oh dude fuck uh, yeah. i'm actually gonna give <laughs> i'm gonna give you an inspiration die for that i'm gonna give an inspiration die to menace for using a tangled and web so strategically that was awesome. yeah that was really you good. gave me wait 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 not for my mouse idea I mean, I expected that from you. Uh, Fair, fair, fair. So here's why I'm giving you an inspiration die. You gave me such a hard time to give you guys a hard time. Such a hard time. And that's a good thing. And I'm like, fuck, they're like really pinning these guys down. Um, There was also about 25 guards or so chasing you guys. Right. It was a bad situation. Um I'm well. I'm. I'm gonna talk more about this on the. Yeah, we're gonna say. I'm gonna save it. Lastly, I'm gonna give an inspiration die to Armos because that darkness spell with the demon sight combo, (laughs) and then giving that, giving Reginald that that awesome cool moment because it's kind of like bond over you know that real bonding moment right there. That's why you're gonna get inspiration die. That was. I'm proud of you guys. You guys are using a lot of mechanics. It was a lot of stuff that went on, but I'm genuinely proud of like you guys did everything else except just hitting stuff you guys actually thought things through you used brains over brawn in this scenario i wanted to use brawn oh i know (laughs) every time every time it was a point like it was our turn jared's like all right who's around that i could just blast and i'm like no just keep fucking running dude like i wanted to so oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> oh man thanks for listening everybody yeah that was a, a trip yeah that was that a episode. dope fucking episode this episode is Holy definitely shit. a crux and a turning point in the campaign and a huge build-up moment oh man, the next one is gonna be Ooh, i can't fucking wait oh i can't wait 
Um, but we will talk more about it on the after show. Guys, do you have anything you want to plug before we send these beautiful listeners right to Humbrae's Heroes? Um, the Twitter. Um, yeah. D&D POD 404. Make sure you guys check it out. It's dope. And um, Link down below. And come, we're gonna be... come hop in the Discord, too. We want to hear you guys talk about these episodes with us. Yes. Here in the feedback. It's been awesome. I also I want to give a shout out to uh, Warlocks at level five. Amazing. <laughs> uh, I want to give a shout out to the abundance of new people joining the podcast. Uh, listen, I'm a, I'm a little bit of an analytics uh, sleuth, and I'm constantly looking at it to see what episodes people tend to like more, uh, what people are drawn to. And we have seen so many of you tuning in. And constantly listen to all these episodes. And I can't, I gotta say, it's hot woman to me. It's hot woman to us. We can't appreciate it enough. And we love you guys for it. We, we're glad that you're enjoying the show and uh, enjoying the show and uh, couldn't be happier. So thank you again for joining us and uh, happy to have you. And now, time for who <laughs> Bye. It's time to thank the supporters of our show, starting with Sigic College alumni Ulrich Shield Dust. Many of you may not know this, but when Ulrich isn't working at the forge or playing cards with Leslie, he likes to volunteer his time teaching children at the local orphanage how to smith. His good friend Chad works there, and he can't wait to catch up with him on his next visit. Next are Humbrea's heroes. Pascal Elliott, aka Charcoal Darts, is a wild magic painter and character artist for D&D 404. She took on a new student recently. As crazy as it sounds, a giant snake approached her with a newfound passion for illustrations. Unfortunately, she had to ask the snake to leave after mistaking several mouse paintings for the real thing. Next is Man with Glass, famous glass blower gone rogue. Many alchemists have found their laboratory equipment replaced with comically small versions of themselves. Everyone suspects Man with Glass and are getting the pitchforks ready as we speak. Run, Man with Glass, while you can! Now Artemis, a great fighter and bouncer of the Kambuki fighting pits. Artemis is used to getting rough, but nothing could prepare them for their recent predicament. A man by the name of Jake from Landgarden bored Artemis nearly to death with what could only be false tales of a Goliath tiny minotaur and a tiefling dropping him into a magical well after roughing up some jackal wares. Have you heard of Joshua Weaver, famous bag weaver of Humbrea? I heard Josh wove a bag so huge and so beautiful that Lord Baron himself requested an audience to congratulate him. That or he was imprisoned for using up all the wool north of the border to make that bag. I can't remember. On to Alex Judge Dredd. They are a legendary wizard with an appetite for justice and a bit of a temper. When questioned about their recent vigilante excursion, Alex told the guard, That horse rider was going eight miles per hour in the carriage pool lane. They deserved no less than the cone of cold I gave them. Ooh, yikes. Anyways, thank you again for all the love and support from our patrons. If you would like to hear your name here, uh, you can subscribe to us on patreon.com slash dnd404. Tier 3 and up will be featured in this segment every month.
But have a good week, and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye.